He is under center and he's going to fake it to Elliott and step up and go deep. Oh, he's got Lamb down the left side. He got pushed and he reached up and caught the ball at the 45-yard line of San Francisco. KNC Masterpiece back here in on 105.3 The Fan. Got what a, a pass. Got, oh yeah, this is underthrown, but what a catch from C.D. Lamb. We're going to ask the question, was this Cowboys season a success? 877-881-1053. Did you see the Cowboys website headline on, on that, by the way? No. Let me see if I can find this real quick because it's along the lines of Dak Prescott gives away two two balls like in the game. And like wow. the headline was pretty damning. And I think Bobby Belt, uh, let me go find this real quick, Kevin. I mean, as I think it should be. So my question for y'all is, and I am honestly, I think it will lean more towards no, but I'm not quite positive about that because from the 817, considering after week one with the terrible loss and Dak getting hurt, everyone thought the season was over. So I would say it was a success because no one thought we would even make the playoffs this year. And then you see more from like the 417. How can you call this season a success when we just keep coming up with the same BS results year after year? From the 903, once we traded Amari and Lyle and Tyron got hurt, everyone assumed we wouldn't be around 500. And that's why... I have complicated feelings about this because last night I would have been like, hell no, it's not a success because I was upset about the loss in a game that I thought you absolutely should have won. But you go back to the beginning of the year, there was not a lot of optimism about the Cowboys making the playoffs. And that person is right, or those people are right with the moving off of Amari Cooper, Lyle Collins, Randy Gregory, two of which those were clearly the right move. I know people are still not happy about Amari Cooper. And then Tyron gets hurt, and then Dak gets hurt in the first game, and you get blown out. I know it's 19 to 3. It felt like they lost by 35 points. And I think if you go back to that point, everyone would have been thrilled to get here. But that's not what we're dealing with right now because mm-hmm. this looked like a team that could maybe make a run. Yeah, it's, I mean, what do you define as a success? And that's the is thing. Is what we kind of have to, do, you know, all argue about here. Because everyone's going to be different, don't you think? Well, if you wanted to have a good season, you had a good season. You did. You overcame adversity. Uh, you overcame it. You, you had the opportunity, though, Kevin. I think here's where I'll say the season was a failure. Okay. Not because they didn't make and win the Super Bowl. Because you had the opportunity to beat the team that knocked you out last year. That's where I think the season is a failure. You had that chance. You talked about it. You yeah. did. You prepared for this. You fought all year for it. You wanted, like, from, I, I go back to this. Mike and I were sitting there. Every interview we did that Kevin wasn't there for. Every mm, interview we I did, I remember Mike, that Kevin not being there thing. These guys <laughs> were talking about what Love San Francisco Noah. did, and they wanted the opportunity to show it again. The defense did. Like, I really do. I, I I think the defense was they they did show up for that moment. They deserved a win. They the defense did, but they didn't win. They and that's the thing that that's where it's a failure because that's what the moment you were waiting for. That's what you were trying to get to. I know they want they they say championship, Super Bowl, and all that stuff. They want to get in the big game, but it was more about uh, more about San Francisco than anything else. That would. Beating Tom Brady was cool. Getting yeah. a, the the playoff win was cool. 
they got, you know, Dak got a, a, a monkey off his back in that one everybody continued to talk about. But th- guess what? That monkey jumped right back on after this game. And yeah. so, th- therefore, this was not a successful season. Was it a good season? The season was good. The regular season was fascinating. Man, we thought we were going to be done for the year. All right. But it wasn't a successful season. I'm prepared, Mike. I'm prepared to get crushed on this. Like, I get it. I do. I'm going to say that this season was a success. Wow. I know. I know. I know. I know. I, but oh, you're gonna charmin me too, because I agree. I, but I think I don't like the way that sounds. If you're, <laughs> <laughs> I think if you're judging off of the reality of the last generation, as opposed to the idealistic way this team could be, I, then I get. I, I understand why people say failure. I say success. It's been 15 years since you made the playoffs in back-to-back seasons. Just think about this. 15 years since you made the playoffs in back-to-back seasons. You did that. It's been, I believe, 26 years since you had 10 or more wins in back-to-back seasons. You did that. You finally won a postseason game on the road for the first time in 30 years. So you broke streaks of 15 years, 26 years, 30 years. I will say that this season was a success. success. Did it end where I wanted it to? Hell no. But in modern, this generation Cowboys performances, this is a great season for the Cowboys. I get it. I lived through those 90s Super Bowls too. Based on the best it can be, this is a failure. But you haven't been there in a really long time. This is a successful Cowboys season. I think after looking at the team going into the season and them being able to play 12 and five football, having the Dak injury and going four and one uh, with a backup quarterback, winning a playoff game on the road. I know it was against a bad team, but they did beat them. The, the Tampa Bay Bucks won that division. You, that's the team you had to play and you destroyed them. Now, I think it's as far as you'll ever go as long as Dak Prescott's the quarterback of this team. I think this is the peak. The Super the Bowl is the divisional round. I think it's going to be very tough with Dak Prescott being your quarterback to ever get further than making the divisional round and winning a playoff game in the wild card round. But I do see this as a successful season. Unfortunately, I can't ever predict they can get any further than this with Dak Prescott. You'd have to have like a major injury. Like, you know, a team that's a good team would have to be, like, on their third-string quarterback, and you kind of— I see what you're doing, Mike. That's what just happened. Oh, well, then maybe this is the ceiling of the Dak Prescott-Dallas Cowboys. But it was, overall, it was a good year. You played well over 500. You were the third-best team in the NFC. And Uh, one of the six best teams in the NFL, and nobody can change my mind about that. Yeah, Buffalo, Cincinnati, and Kansas City on their side. And then the two teams that are playing in the NFC Championship and you. I think those were the six best teams. You were probably sixth out of the six teams, but... You were one of the six best teams in the NFL. I, I And I thought Tony Romo made a good point when he was talking about the games going into Sunday. He was like, the teams that lost on Saturday, those were probably the two teams that least belonged in this group, in the Jags, in the Bills, at least for this season. So I I get it, Corey, and I'm not trying to, I'm not trying to be a weak-ass fan, but I, I, I understand what the expectations are here. Just the more reasonable expectations are that this was a success. From the 817, the Cowboys haven't won S in almost 30 years. The notion that it's Super Bowl or bust, it shows the stupidity of Cowboys fans. I think that's too harsh because I think that's fans 
almost everywhere is like that's why everyone's like you go into spring training everyone's excited for baseball or whatever is like you know in the back of your mind like this probably ain't the year but your expectations are there i don't think cowboys fans are unique in that it might be unique in terms of how far you have to go for it to be a success what did what did you learn this year about this team i learned i i told you i thought that this season and this postseason was going to be probably my bottom line on who and what Dak is and who and what Dak is, is I still believe I'll prepare to get crushed again. I still believe you can win a Super Bowl with Dak, but you have to have a stacked roster to do so. And I, my mind can no longer be changed. Dak is not elite and will not be elite. He's still good. I still absolutely think he's good, but He's not going to be... There's a difference between yeah, elite and For good. sure. And I wonder if Buffalo has the same questions about Josh Allen. I'm not saying they're the same, but I wonder if Buffalo has the same questions about Josh Allen today. But because there is a select group of elite quarterbacks and Dak's not in it, and I, I feel certain about that. I also feel certain that I want to keep Dan Quinn and that this defense is still a damn fine defense. I, I think, Mike, I learned that the identity of this team and the culture of this team for the next five, eight years, depending on how contracts go, is Micah. Like that's, that's the identity of this team that's going to lead to success. And you got to have everybody kind of vying the way that he does for things, approaching the game the way that he does. And if you don't have a quarterback that can play at that level, he's going to be pointing. Like, I, I feel like fingers will be pointed at some point. Not, yeah. that, not that he's going to be going, hey, that guy. But there's going to be this, hey, man, we're keeping up our end of the bargain. What's going on here? And that's going to happen. So I think the identity of this team, that's the one thing that I learned. Because I didn't learn that you're better than San Francisco. Nope. I didn't learn that you're that you you can you are a team that can compete with the top four teams in the NFL right now. That's something that's something that I don't like. I like what both of you are saying because maybe the future to the Cowboys being more successful in the playoffs is building around Micah and not building around Dak. Look, yep. Dak had Amari Cooper and CeeDee Lamb last year. With 10 minutes to go in the game, they had seven points. Yeah. So you had, if if it's like, God, Amari Cooper should have been there. And yeah, he kind of could have maybe helped. Last year at home, you had seven points in 50 minutes of football with Amari Cooper and with CeeDee Lamb on the field. I get CeeDee Lamb has become better. And Amari would have probably been about the same. But at the same time, I don't think you can give Dak enough to then make him a premium quarterback. I think you have to ease back Dak and go, if we're going to do anything on offense, we're going to try to build up the offensive line as great as we can get. And we're going to have to have a Derrick Henry-like offense. And we're going to have to tell Dak, don't turn over the effing football because we're going to stack this team with a whole bunch of defensive players to try to do defensive and running game winning football. Which, for the record, if you look back at the best season of Tony Romo's career, which I know the counter argument was still ended in the divisional round, is him taking care of the football and leaning on the running game led to an amazing 2014 for Tony Romo. And I've also seen a lot of people who are like, I learned that Romo and Dak are the same. And I know that infuriates people on one side or another, but from the 214, this is what I continue to go back to is a success, but disappointing. You know, like that, both of those things can be true. It can be a success, but still disappointing. And from the 817, this is actually more even than I would have guessed 
From the 409, good season. From the 817, we all thought this team would be below 500. From the 903, depends on how you look at it. I only had them winning nine games. Um, and so a lot, a, there's a lot coming in like that. Although, the flip side is from the 832, absolutely a failure, 27 years on the books. From the 214, playoffs is what matters, failure. It's it's closer than I thought. I thought it was going to be maybe 80-20 failure, and it's closer to 60-65 failure to 35-40%. Here success. we're more successful. Unless Reggie wants to make it 50-50. Uh, I say success. Kevin says success. Corey says failure. Reggie says successful season. I, I'm not going to get mad and argue about it. It's You had a good season. You If, you're, if you wanted to... If you wanted to defeat the 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 demon that you lived with all season, you did not do that. Yeah, I. So you're kind of in right. the same spot you were in no, last right. year. And and we, I think we all feel like. A so win- now we got to cut. We got to trade our best receiver. You let go <laughs> one of our offensive linemen, and then let go, and then, and then we'll screw move. up our uh, our contract with another guy. And then we'll move one step further. Is, Is there any way we can all get a parade going down um, Corey <laughs> Street to throw a parade for this season? <laughs> Then he'll get mad. Dude, he'll stock up on the tomatoes and stuff. Adrian and Lucy love parades. So, like, I'll be out there. I'll be forced to be out there, but I'll be out there. Maybe we'll get Maher to come. Joe Maher or I'm honestly not sure which one he wants out there. Uh, On the Twitch chat, Troy Ferg 15 says, this is not the kind of negativity I tune into the show for, gentlemen. (laughs) (laughs) That's a fair point. I... The other reason it's it's a success. I've seen a couple of people saying beating a crappy Tampa team does not make this season a success. I agree. I told you up and down last week. Tampa Bay sucks. But I watched a game where you belonged on the field with San Francisco. Despite the margin of victory from last year and this year, I did not look at that last year's game and be like, you're the same as San Francisco. I looked at yesterday's game and been like, you're just as good as San Francisco. Though clearly they're moving on and you're not. Is this, is this this is from Dallas Cowboys, right? I don't know what you're about yeah, to say. Yeah, here it is, Kevin. Here's the the, the headline. Dak Prescott, this is on their Twitter. Dak Prescott gave away the ball twice in the narrow loss to the Niners. In a matchup, the Cowboys had a chance to win if the day didn't again generate self-inflicted wounds. Very honest. Yeah. I mean, DallasCowboys.com tends to be, like, pretty honest. I mean, when Broadus was there, he told us all the time, right? Hey, they... They give me the freedom to be honest about things. It's just interesting how they... Is it different the because the Dallas quick. Mavericks, but Mavericks unbelievably great in loss to the Clippers, 112 <laughs> to 98. You're like, I don't think they were great, Dallas Mavericks Twitter, but they're like, no, 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 you should have seen these three highlights. Just forget about the whole game. And I promise for the people that are mad at me or us, I get it. I'm going to read you all of these. There's six texts from the 816. Hell no is not a success. You're part of the problem, Kevin. Are you not tired of mediocrity, Kevin? Hell no is not a success. Are you not tired of mediocrity, Kevin? I'm ashamed y'all are happy with mediocrity. I'll take it one step further, and I will say going 12-5 and and being one of the last eight teams, that's not mediocrity. Like, I I hear what you're saying, that you still didn't win the championship. You are one of the better teams in the league. 
I get it. If you don't win the champ, if you ain't first, you're last. And if that's the line of thinking, I understand. I, I would, know it was Kevin's fault. I would say most Usually. of the people that are really upset right now by June or July will feel like the Cowboys have the best team in the history of football. And Jerry will back it up by at his press conference in Oxnard. This will be the greatest team he's ever seen in his life uh. since last year. And the year before that, and the year before so that. Hold on, Mike. Are you saying next year's our year? Next year's it. Oh you just wait. Oh my J- god! Just remember, Cowboy fans. Woo! This is this is usually the worst moment of being a Cowboys fan. It happens every year. It's going to happen <laughs> next year too, and the year after that. Okay, don't but just tell remember, me that part. June through August is the best time ever to be a Cowboys fan.